Hey, Krishna. <clears throat> so the Bhagavatam begins with three slokas, foundational slokas, and sometimes Guru Maharaj said, then the, he, after he told everything, he put those three slokas, composed them, and he said, and then sent it to the market. And they're told, as revealed by Srup Damodar to Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Sambandha Abhideya Prayojan Tattva. The Sambandha slogan being Janmadhyasya Yatonvayad Itaratas Cha Arteshya Bhigya Svarat, etc. The Prayojan Tattva slogan, Nigama Kalpaturur Galitam Palam. What's trying to be achieved, what the goal is. But the Abhideya Sloka, the means in the middle, and Gurumar is always stressing that in the middle you'll always find uh, the uh, focal point, conceptually speaking. It says, Dharmak prochita kaita bhotra paramo nirmat saranam satam. The Sat, as in the Sajan Toshini of Saraswati Thakur, saying, Who are the Sat? Who are the Satjan? The Sat Radhan Krishna, the Satjan, those who are their own, Toshini trying to please them. And three words, he's told it all, actually. Same thing here, what you're told in the beginning. This book, the book about Krishna, the book that Prabhupada. Uh, ended up calling the Krishna book. So the book of Krishna, the Krishna book. The Krishna conception, the conception of Krishna. Krishna consciousness, consciousness of Krishna. What's at the heart of the matter? Nirmat saranam satam. You can't enter into Krishna conception if you don't have proper appreciation for the devotees of Krishna or what is sometimes expressed in the inverse as being non-envious. That's interesting, being non-envious, not envious. But wh what is the, the flip side of that, or the indication, or the proof, is appreciation for the devotee. Why Bhaktivinoda Thakur, Saraswati Thakur, Gormars dismiss Mirabai the famous Mirabai, who's mad in praise of Krishna, madly singing songs in praise of Krishna. Why is she, her position described as fictitious devotion? Because no acknowledgement of the asraya, the asraya vigraha, Srimati Radharani and her delegation. So to think that one has a direct relationship with Krishna uh, is not acceptable to uh, the pure devotees, and particularly the Rupanuga line. Right? So, Ramanuja Charja and others, they like to quote, perhaps it's Padma Purana, where Devi. 
and whichever form, we're going to take her as Parvati and all other forms of Devi, Shakti. She is asking Shaktiman, asking Shiva, Aradhananam Sarvesham, of all the different types of worship there are, and the methods, what's the best? And Shiva says, Vishnu Aradhanam Param. The worship of Vishnu, that's the best. And she's a little chagrined to hear this. She's thinking, I'm totally focused on you and worshiping your lotus feet, serving you. So I'm not so happy to hear this. But Shiva continued, Tasmat Parataram Devi Tadiyanam Samarsanam. But better than that, more meaningful than that, more uh, substantial, palpable, and accessible than that, is tadiya, to worship what is dear to the Lord, most dear to the Lord. And who is most dear to the Lord? Uh, so then we enter another category, kintu prabhoya priyevatasya, who's most dear to the Lord? And by analysis, we will come to understand there is no one more dear to Krishna than Srimati Radharani. So all of those in the Gaudiya line, they take Guru uh, to be Radharani's delegation. And then we can think further from there. Then if that is Radharani, who is Lalita, who is Nasan? But we see in the pastimes of Srila Gurumars and Srila Gurudev, if in this context we take Gurumars to be uh, as Radharani, as Babaji Maharaj and others told when they went to Hapania, taking it as Barshana, then in that context we will say, we see Srila Gurudev as Lalita. And there's a big parallel here. Why? Because She's boldly defending the position of Radharani. She, what are we told? Radha Mukunda Parasam Bhavagarma Bindu, Nirmanchanob Pakarani Kritadeho Laksham, Utunga Sohura Vishesha Vishat Pragalbam, Devim Gunai Sulalitam Lalitam Namami. She is, as there are those who are willing to sacrifice their lives for a cause. Here, the inverse is given by that anyone can understand. Right? But Rupa Goswami gives a different thing. Here's someone who's willing to take on more lives, more bodies, more forms, to extend. That's a different type of soldier. You say, oh, here's one ready to give his life for the country, you know, give him a medal. And you go, no, here's another soldier who can become a million soldiers. He can become 10 million soldiers for the cause. Oh, that's a, uh, I'd, I'd like to meet that soldier. That's Lalita Saki. Dehulaksham can take on more and more forms. Why? So that not the least bit of disturbance will go into the upper world and their divine pastimes. So whatever it is, she can handle it. Right? As Gurudev, he could handle dealing with, we were discussing this, Parmananda Prabhu and I earlier. He could deal with us, we'll say, in quotes, and whatever us means. 
<laughs> I think we know what it means, but we want to keep everything happy on this time, not get too dark. No, but what I mean is, Guru Maharaj, he's a recluse, he can't follow the intonation of Westerners, he's not inclined to mix. Gurudev can mix, like we're talking, what, the lotus who is emerged in the water but unaffected by it, he can mix with the Western section, and the end result will not be his degradation, they will be uplifted. Why is he uplifting them? As an offering to the lotus feet of his Gurudev. But just in a similar way, and his purpose, his seva, is to deal with everything in the lower plane, you can say, and make sure that no disturbance enters Guru Maharaj's domain. That's a perfect servitor. And his type of servitorship was recognized by so many. We can understand a guru might favor a disciple and say so many things in praise of that disciple. That we could expect. But as Guru Maharaj included in his pranam, Ashisha, you know, Guru Ganai Ashisha Shambhushitam, not only me, because you can say, oh, I'm saying, here's my perfect disciple. He's fulfilled my every desire in every way. Yeah, you, you have such a sweet affection. Naturally, you will say these things. You're going to say, no, but my god brothers are also recognizing. Keshava Maharaj saying, what I couldn't do, what Tirtha Maharaj can do, Govinda Maharaj can do with his intelligence. He can, what we cannot achieve with so many resources, he achieves with his intelligence. Right? Babaji Maharaj saying, note him very well, this, this Gorindu Brahmachari, he's special, he's unique. You know? uh, and of course, Srila Swami Maharaj Prabhupada saying, what Govinda Maharaj told in his talk is true. That uh, his Shiksha Guru, Srila Sridhar Maharaj, I accept, I accept his Gurudev as my Shiksha Guru, and I view him as my affectionate son. But something else he also told was true was when he invoked the sloka of Raghupati Upadai, Kam Prati Katai Tamise Samprati Pratitamaya too. That when Krishna's Babaji Maharaj heard this, he thought, how perfectly he selected to glorify Swami Maharaj. Who could think of this? Where does this come from? Right? That he'll take Raghupati Upadhyay's slok, what he told the Mahaprabhu, like, who can believe me? Who will tell me? Uh, I mean, who can I tell about the gift? Uh, uh, who is Krishna? And to hint at, now Mahaprabhu will distribute that book, uh, gift to everyone, and everyone will be told and hear about it and believe it. So he's saying, who, who, who will believe me if I say who I knew as Abhai Babu? you know, disguised as a mild-mannered householder. We're eating breakfast together in the morning. He's teaching me Bhagavad Gita. I'm distributing his Back to Godhead magazine. You know, he's treating me like an affectionate, loving father. That that person who I ate breakfast with, I lived in his house, who treated me with such love and affection, he spread Krishna consciousness all over the world. He fulfilled Bhaktivinoda Thakur's prophecy. He satisfied the desire of Srila Saraswati Thakur. And Guru Maharaj said, hearing that, Babaji Maharaj, as usual, he went, Hare Krishna! And he leapt up and he said, 
Tolgarovs. I knew when he said that, he captured the, the audience. <laughs> but who is his audience? It can only be such people. Even when he was very young, he had that capacity. As Guru Maharaj told once when Goswami Maharaj at Emily Tull and Vrindavan was saying something, apparently in praise of Ban Maharaj, but it was that, there was a certain level of sarcasm there, but was not known to the whole audience. <laughs> Devotees do these things sometimes. So but Guru Maharaj said, but Von Maharaj just kept looking at Gurudev, who was a young boy, because he thought, none of these people get it. But he kept looking, to, and he, like, he would see in his eyes, oh, he gets it. Oh, like. <laughs> Once, Babaji, Kesar Maharaj was very happy to receive some, like, Vyas Puja offering written by Srila Govinda Maharaj, and was saying, Babaji Maharaj, did you see this, what he wrote? And Babaji Maharaj said, hmm, well, you know, that could like go one of two ways. What? He said, well, actually, what he's done is very cleverly shown how really you can take it this other way that's not entirely flat. He's like looking at it with renewed interest. So Gurudev also had that ability to simultaneously glorify and not vilify, but let's say clarify <laughs> certain aspects of things. And the only, or it's a type of ninda, we can say. The only place I've encountered that is in the, uh, what's expressed by Raghunath Das Goswami about the Braja Gopis and their play with Krishna the mastery of words and language, double meaning and such things that what appears to be glorification be like a love tap, a slap. But for Krishna, it's invigorating him. It's making him more excited and happy. And I'm not just saying that. Kravi Raj Goswami corroborates that in Charitamritam, where Krishna reveals very candidly, privately, he's saying, if my beloved is cursing me, that steal, captures my mind, manohara, and I lose interest in the reverential hymns of the Vedas. I can't hear them anymore. Right? Kesava Maharaj said, if Srila Sridhar Maharaj, if he gives me galagal, that means if, you know, if he curses at me, it means really, like, gets, says something that seems to be very offensive. He said, I take it as Veda. So this is a different quality of devotees than we're accustomed to. Even though Gurudev was very young, when Guru Maharaj was negotiating a settlement between warring parties and the Gaudiamat, when they finally reached the settlement, then they're going to take some prasadam and close the event in a happy way. And Gurudev's distributing prasadam. He's young. He's Gorindu Brahmachari. Maybe he's in his 20s. Yeah. And he notices that Vasudev Prabhu will not accept a rasgola. And he's wondering why. Uh, as Goswami Maharaj said, you've surpassed Chakravarti Thakur. I mean, and being able to interpret what apparently appears to be... Um, trivial, 
or insignificant and understanding its deep significance. So Guru Maharaj is in the back room, Guru Dev approaching and said, Vasudev, everything, everything is going well, but Vasudev Prabhu will not accept the Rasgola. And Guru says, wow, I'm wondering why. And Guru Dev, although he's very young, he said, I think he thinks it's poisoned. And he said, but, and Guru Maharaj, oh. He said, but, if it's given from your hand, he will accept. So Gurudev comes out and takes a rasgula. And just imagine this. Two minutes before, you're thinking this will kill you. This is the end of your life. What's now in the palm of Guru Maharaj. And Vasudev had the faith, like he said, anything that comes from your hand, be it poison, will be good for me. And he happily ate that rasgula. And noticing that he didn't die, he <laughs> called, you know, Gorindu Brahmacharya. He said, I would like to give a gift to you. <laughs> and what did he ask for? A, I think, the uh, Harinam Amrita Vyakaran. Or he said, oh, Vasudev, or like whatever you, and they, he gave Harinam Amrita Vyakaran to Gurudev as a, gift and recognition of that type of lila seva, we could call it. So, uh, the real, Guru says, the real hallmark or benchmark about devotion to Krishna is not so much uh, talk about Krishna in this sense. He said, where we'll understand it is, how, how do you, what is your relationship with the devotee of Krishna? So, as he said, tasmat parataram devi tadiyanam tanarchanam, who are dear to Krishna. If you worship them, that's higher. Krishna himself says, mad bhaktya puja abhyadika, the worship of my devotee takes precedence over the worship of myself. Everyone said, Krishna, and this sense is an abstract. Right? We're hearing about Krishna, we're wondering, you know, has anyone really seen Krishna? Does that? You know. But Guru is dealing with me directly. So as Guru Maharaj turned his attention to Srila Gurudev, he gave so much attention, love and affection to his disciples and followers. And the real test, we can say also, as there are people who say, oh, Srila Srinivas is so wonderful, so great. But our test also, how much appreciation you have for someone who's wholly given over to him, whose whole life was uh, an offering and service to the lotus feet of Srila Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. So, I don't want, I can speak more, and I will, but I want to give the opportunity to disciples of Srila Govinda Maharaj to say something, and then after that I can say some uh, concluding words. So, Lalita, if you'd like to say something, this would be the time to say it. And speak up.
morning I woke up realizing what day it was. Today is the disappearance day of our Srila Gurudev, Srila Bhakti Sundar Govinda Dev Goswami Maharaj. And reliving the whole experience, waking up just before four, knowing around this time he withdrew from this world and went into meditation. It was an extremely transcendental, auspicious time and way to withdraw and be going by. Still here, we're still standing, still serving in separation after four years. This is his anniversary of four years of disappearance. Four very long years. And thinking how he must be smiling down upon us to see that we're trying, we're going on. By his teachings and taking them, extending them to others and also feeling so shameful that I'm a bad disciple and I know I'm a bad disciple, I always was. So many times I offended His Divine Grace, avoided Him, contradicted Him, but I feel I have the rest of my life to make it up to Him. I have nothing better to do than this. And he was so tolerant, so uh, empowering, giving us all so many chances to serve him, not kicking us away, giving us courage to serve, to preach, to give our lives, give our hearts. So, it always amazes me that somehow I'm surviving in his separation and continuing and every day feeling a little more inspiration than the previous day. And that must be a good sign. I'm in good association. Srila Bhakti Sudhir Goswami Maharaj and Srila Bhakti Bhimal Avadut Maharaj are my main inspiration. And all the devotees giving so much uh, strength and support and backing. And I'm indebted to all of them. So, on this day, it's bittersweet, happy, and sad, knowing that this is the day that Shri Gurudev, like the sunset, disappeared from this world. And what a transcendental experience this was. Some of us, many of us were there participating in this 
setting of the sun pastime and never seen anything like it. It was like something out of the Chaitanya Charitamrita. Him withdrawing consciously, refusing his medicine during Brahma Murta, Dwadasi, uh, auspicious time, consciously withdrawing, disappearing from this world, and taking his holy form to Navadvipa. And all the neighbors started coming, appearing out of everywhere, neighbors we've never seen. Maybe some of them were demigods coming to visit. And you remember the whole veranda in Dum Dum Park filled up with auspicious people that some of them we've never seen before. And taking his holy form to Nabadweep and bathing in the Samadhi, everyone came from all over to help. And just completing the Samadhi at sunset and Pushpa Bristi started to fall. That's very small raindrops falling down. And it was something ex extraordinary. And of course, the next day was the hardest waking up and feeling that uh, what have we lost? So, I'm still in disbelief and carrying on as best as I can with whatever strength and capacity I have. I'm very thankful for all the blessings in my life. Jai Shri Bhakti Siddhartha Govinda Dev Goswami Maharaj Ki Jai 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 И с одной стороны, этот день, он дает нам, для учеников он дает нам возможность вспомнить о вечных лилах, о тех лилах, которые мы наблюдали, которые мы были очень удачливы а участвовать. Для тех, кто не встречался с Лилом Грудем, дает прекрасную возможность услышать о его славе, услышать о его наставлениях. Также для всех остальных это величайшая возможность присоединиться к прославлениям великого Вайшнава. И сегодня у нас есть как бы несколько учеников Шилы Гурудева, и мы очень редко о них слышим. Мы от них слышим очень редко. Мне хотелось бы, чтобы каждый из них сказал что-то. We have several disciples, and I said that we rarely hear anything from them. So I would like them to speak something and say something about Shilo Gurudev. So we have Tradish Prabhu. Sadhya Sundar was detained, but he will be coming back soon. So Tradish Prabhu will say something. If we can 
Yeah, but she'll go there, so just move, move in, move in. Прежде всего, я хотел бы предложить поклон и выразить свою признательность Шриле Гасвами Махараджу, Парамананде Прабу, Бхактилалите Диди и всем преданным вайшнавам, которые собрались здесь в этот день. Мы знаем, что Шрила Гурудев очень великая личность, но откуда мы это знаем? На самом деле многие из нас, кто-то видел Гурудева, даже имел возможность общаться с ним, служить ему, но миссия стремительно растет, и появляются ученики Гасвами, Махараджа Вадута, Махараджа, те люди, которые даже не видели Гурудева. И для, для них, и даже для нас Гурудев, надо это признать, остается личностью абстрактной во многом. И то, что мы знаем о нем, мы знаем благодаря его близким ученикам. Среди русских учеников, я не, я не знаю, но я не знаю точно, но я могу сказать, что Шрила Вадут Махарадж, Парамананда Прабу, Яду Кришна Прабу, это те, те люди, которые были близки с Гурудеву и имели возможность общаться с ним. Он любил их, и а, также Гурудев очень любил Виджая Романа Прабу. Вот через них все, что мы узнали, все, что мы узнаем о Гурудеве, о его качествах, его поступках, его личности, мы узнаем благодаря им. Шрила, Шрила Гасвами Махарадж много раз говорил о Гурудеве как о фанатике Шрила Шридара Махараджа. И его самого можно назвать фанатиком Шридара Махараджа. Но и у Шрила Гурудева были тоже свои фанатики. Я думаю, что Чидананду Прабу, Шрипада Ситканти Махараджа, Шруташрава Прабу, Шрипада Вайшнава Махараджа, Бхакти Лалиту Диди можно назвать такими фанатиками. Бхакти Лалита Диди прожила 17 лет рядом с Гурудевом. Вайшнав Махарадж и Ситханти Махарадж очень любили Гурудева. И многое в общении со многими русскоязычными преданными в России я, я понял, что э, они узнали о Гурудеве, они раскрыли для себя личность Гурудева во многом благодаря этим преданным. И есть еще один очень важный момент. Личность Шрилы Гурудева вам в, в, в большой степени во многом раскрыл его духовный учитель Шрил Шидар Махарадж. Это беспрецедентный случай в, в истории нашей миссии, в истории вообще вайшнавизма, когда духовный учитель оказывает 
такую любовь и такое почтение своему собственному ученику. Мы знаем, что Шрила Шидар Махарадж составил пранама мантру для своего ученика Гуру Апишта Супракам Гуру Банаира Шишсам Хушдам. И здесь мы имеем дело не только с восходящим потоком почтения, преклонения перед учителем со стороны его учеников, но и с нисходящим потоком любви и почтения со стороны его духовного учителя. Это удивительно. Думаю, что же я могу сказать? Я вспомнил, когда вот я когда узнал, что Гурдов ушел, это было за, через полчаса, как он покинул этот мир. Он написал Адут Махарадж, сказал, что Гурдов оставил этот мир. Я не знал тогда, что делать. И у меня как бы, в голове за, запела песня Ван Де Гурош Ричара Наравинда. Мы сегодня Господь Махарадж процитировал ее. Путь поклонения Гуру – это очень важный процесс. И вот сейчас, и потом я узнал, что когда Гурдов уходил, он как бы раздавал всем свою милость. И все каждый получил, что хотел. Он давал это всем. И вот я вспомнил то, что я пел эту песню. И те обстоятельства, которые я сейчас попал, вот, находясь среди преданных здесь, в Чанхмае, я чувствую, что он продолжает вести, поддерживать. Через всех. Это мои поклоны всем вам. Ladies, <laughs> okay. Is there anybody who really wants to talk? <laughs> Once someone was visiting Guru Maharaj, and his name was Kirtanananda. And, but he was being very quiet in the meetings and trying to be humble. And Guru Maharaj said, well, you came the other day and I spoke, but you did not come out, meaning like you didn't say anything. And he said humbly, he said, well, they say that uh, 
fool remains undetected so long he does not speak. And Guru Maharaj said, ah. Yeah. He said, but your name is Kirtanananda. <laughs> Kirtanananda. So he said, so you should be happy to speak something in the praise of the Lord and his devotees. Like that. Yes. Starting from this, everybody thinks I'm smart, but <laughs> <laughs> now it will be revealed I am not. <laughs> and um, I'm just received initiation from Gurudev a few years before his departure, and I always felt like I'm I'm more like the devotee of his devotees and um, the student of his teachers, who. He made teachers, I'm learning from them, and I'm, I'm very happy with this. And I was looking for a guru at that time, and when, when I made, I, I read his books or I saw a picture of him, I had no doubt I known his, his my guru Dev, and it's because of his like unlimited sweetness and qualities that he could show me his like form or he could show me something I, I could recognize in the moment that I was looking for that. And I think I, I cannot even say anything more because this was a small thing but, but really essential. Hey Krishna. <laughs> And Gurudev saw all of his disciples as extensions of Srila Guru Maharaj. Really, like we're told about offering flowers to the deity, Guru Maharaj said, you ought to take the pujari, the sevak, archak, takes the flower and offers to the deity. So flower was in an ordinary position. But by being offered to the deity, once accepted, the offering is accepted, then the flower becomes worshipable, and he's taking that same flower on his head. So Gurudev, really, he's, everything he approached from a point of view of service, not self-promotion. If he, all he needs to understand is something service to Guru Maharaj or not, once he understands it has some connection with service to the lotus feet of Guru Maharaj, he wants that. He's embracing that position except whatever it is. If it means cleaning the toilets and the mat, it's service to Guru Maharaj, he's eager for that. He, he wants it. He want, he'll fight for it. He, sometimes he'd say, you should fight for your seva. Because they say, oh, two servitors are fighting. He's saying like, good, it's worth fighting for. So once it's understood what it is, and for him, as we told, he's saying, I said, you're a fanatic for groomers, and that was to him an honor. What someone might think, they might go, no, I'm not a fanatic. They'll start becoming very defensive and saying how they're not a fanatic. He said, yes, I'm a fanatic. And I, and I love hearing that. I'm a fanatic for Guru Maharaj. And, and to such a degree that if someone 
does even remotely some service to Guru Maharaj, or is by extension his mission, etc., then Gurudev said, I become their slave. We didn't like to hear that, and we don't like to think about it too much. But he meant it from his heart. He said, you, you want to serve Guru Maharaj? I become your slave. That's his position. It's all about promoting Guru Maharaj, not about promoting himself. Naturally, his disciples and followers will want to promote his glories. But he's thinking he's a humble, <coughs> aspiring servitor of Guru Maharaj. If you listen to what he said the day after his sannyas, he said, I think of myself as Guru Maharaj's dustbin. In American English, that's garbage can. Dustbin sounds so British and nice. In the dustbin, you know, put that in the dustbin. Neville, no, garbage can, saying whatever he wants to throw in, I'm, that's what I am for him, whatever he wants to do. I am your goat. You want to cut off my tail because it amuses you. Not that it has to have a purpose other than amusing you. Like Albert Dutmars told the Guru, and I, I joke because he said there's all, in the Russian circus, there's always bear riding bicycle. You know, that's just the part of the Russian story. So Abhidutmar said, yeah, if you want me to be sannyasi and, you know, be the Russian bear riding the bicycle, if that amuses you, I'm ready to amuse you in that way. Not for self-promotion. So if you look carefully, analytically, at the life and seva of Srila Gurudev, you see, it's always for the glory of Guru Maharaj. And the expansion and extension of the Mat means necessarily to promote the glories of Guru Maharaj, his unparalleled conceptions. The person who revealed Radha Dasyam from Gayatri Mantram. In the history of Guru, Sampradaya, Veda, everything, Guru Maharaj did that. So much so that Gurudev said, May, why are you doing this? Like, this is so high, so wonderful, so confidential. Perhaps it's better to keep it secret. And Guru Maharaj said, if I don't, who will? And, and sometimes if people are trying to understand, who is this Sridhar Maharaj in comparison to others? Guru Maharaj himself would use his Gayatri explanation as a, uh, something unique and distinguishing. And Gurudev would say also, just like we learn his glories from others, actually, as well, like Anu Krishna is saying, from his disciples, but also from Guru, his, his Guru Varga, Guru Maharaj's God brothers. And Gurudev said, by dealing with Guru Maharaj every day and so intimately, it's possible to develop some uh, complacency. He said, but then I would see the senior disciples of Saraswati Thakur and the God brothers come and they would have so much appreciation for Guru Maharaj. And in that way, I would be re revived in understanding how great, how exalted, how fortunate I am to be his servitor and in his connection. So he's very honest about his life. Once when someone offended Guru Maharaj, and Gurudev really wanted to send them to Goloka, we can say. 
and had a plan how to do that. <laughs> and Guru Maharaj had to, uh, he called him forward and then embraced him, but like speaking of bear, like bear hug, but like Dhritarashtra embrace, that type. And just squeezed whatever that was, and it just came out. And then Gurudev was limp and, and couldn't move and was astonished and said to Guru Maharaj, how much of your strength did you use? And Guru Maharaj said, very little. <laughs> he had accumulated so much by his you know, mystic position, but so much love and affection he had for Gurudev. He squeezed whatever that was, <laughs> right out of them. And then Gurudev thought, yeah, that maybe wasn't such a good plan. You know. <laughs> But why was he doing that? Because he couldn't tolerate that someone will vilify Guru Maharaj. That not for himself. I've seen him when offensive things about himself would come to his ear. And I told Maharaj, I can stop that. Next time I'll intercept it, intercede. And he said, well, well, I understand. He said, but what I'm thinking is, why is Krishna allowing me to hear this? So even that... He thought, oh, maybe there's some message for me. I meant to hear that, improve myself, adjust myself. Why? Because my religion is finding fault with myself. He even like further distilled Mahaprabhu. Yes, you have to be, uh, as he sat beneath the slope, Trinadapi Suni Chena, Tororapi Sahishnuna, Amanina Manadena, Kirtanaya Sadahari. He sat beneath that sloka everywhere. And it was either literally over his head or figuratively over his head. Because remember, Kaviraj Goswami says, take this sloka and garland yourself with it. He did that. He followed the advice of Kaviraj Goswami and garlanded himself with that sloka. And so every day he invoked that at least once, if not more, to be humble, tolerant, Give honor to others. Uh, how tolerant, in his words, to tolerate what is intolerable. Everybody can tolerate what's tolerable. <laughs> but Guru is saying, tolerate what is otherwise intolerable. That's the thing you have to tolerate. Where you, I can't tolerate this. That's the thing you have to tolerate. Right? Off, and how offering respect to even someone who doesn't deserve any. <laughs> He's implying that we'll see at times like that. That person you have to show some respect for. He could make that person feel like his bosom friend. Right? And humble, all, all those kinds, as we saw in Geneva, when the, I mean, I saw humility as a weapon. By Gurudev, that this Ramakrishna mission man who was a Swami and was reminding the audience, I'm the only Swami in Switzerland and I've got a PhD and advanced ignorance and I've got this. And, you know, like he went on and on and on about what his qualifications were. And then he said, and now I give you Bhakti, what, what is his name? Govinda, you know, like. That was like the introduction. 
And Gurudev's going like, I'm just a village boy. I was born in Bamanpar. You know, we, I did not go very far in school and education, and I have no qualification. I mean, he has so many qualifications that he has a PhD. And Gurudev just told everyone how humble his beginnings were. He's really a village boy without shoes, without a proper education, and unqualified as you could imagine in so many ways. He said, but. My Guru Maharaj, he's very qualified and he very mercifully accepted me. And through my Guru Maharaj, I came by his mercy to understand certain things. Then he like quoted a sloka and then another one. And these are like long ones, you know, like, and that, that man who is like, he's like, his posture's changing from a proud peacock or cock a rooster that time, where Saraswati Tanur, they're strutting around and anyone can tip them over. We hear the roosters here. They, they like to strut like that. And Saraswati Tanur said, anyone can just like knock one over. <laughs> so that man, I saw his posture changing from that to like, getting a little more and like the head going down and then Gurudev saying, although I am not so qualified, I also learned from my Guru Maharaj. <laughs> and of course, my qualifications are zero and less than that, but another time <laughs> And he just used that. And then finally, the man's head was like this. And he realized that the village boy from Bamanpar knew infinitely more than he would ever know in this lifetime or a thousand lifetimes. So that personality, you know, how he saw things is known only to him and higher Vaishnavas. None of us really have the capacity to uh, really, truly understand his ecstatic interior. But at times, by his grace, divine grace and mercy, he's given a glimpse. And, but he's the one who would not want to air those things, to make a show, to make a show of devotion. Rather, like in the Naratam song, Sri Rupa Manjari Pada, really in Gurudev's interpretation when he's saying, say Mora, say, uh, say Mora, Mantra Japa, say Mora, Tapa, right? Japa, Tap, Mantra, everything. He's saying, my service to your feet, that is my Mantra, that's my Japa, that's my Tapa. There's one idea where we go, no, the tapa, the mantra, the, that should all be with this target. That's one way. But Gurudev's way is that by the service of the lotus feet of Sri Guru, that's my mantra, that's my japa, that's my tapa, that's my everything. My Gurudev, he's in that upper 
world serving there. And here in this plane, one step removed, I'm trying to serve his lotus feet so that no disturbance will come to him and he can go on with his divine seva. That's his way of seeing. And he personified that in service to the lotus feet of Guru Maharaj. Someone else has the irresistible urge to glorify Gurudev. It's not forced. I'm just saying, if someone wants to say something, they can say something. Then say something. Gurudev would also say, something is better than nothing. There's some times where he could say a lot. There's other times he said a little. But he said, something is better than nothing. So now give us something. I also (laughs) remembered that morning when I got an SMS from Subada. She was, I think, mm-hmm. in Moscow or in India, I don't remember. But, yeah, it's, she said that Gurudev disappeared from this world, and it was like 3.30 or four, 4, I think, 4 in the morning. Mm-hmm. And uh, this time I was with Subada's kids at her house, like, looking after them. And we called everyone, to all the devotees, and like call them to come and to remember about Gurudev. And I remember this feeling that, uh, that I just felt that he, care, like with a great care, took us all together in his hands. And like, you know, I just felt the care of Gurudev and I, I, I felt also that now it's the time of like sincerity test if you are you know not sincere you can go now and like you know it's oh no it's my guru is gone so what am I doing now but if you really want to serve to the mission of your guru if you should stay and you know try to keep what he gave to you and to share it with others and so we watched um, different broadcast from other centers from all the all the world and we saw how all the devotees gathered together and it felt just like big affectionate family and it was very great felt of feeling of union like we all his family we all, we all his children and that was very warm and very I don't know very powerful experience for me Anyone else? Actually, in life, in life of an aspiring servitor, <coughs> most of your service life will be spent in separation from Sri Guru. That we've come to understand. Even those who are with their, guru, their uh, attendants, verandas, servitors, whatever, they will spend the vast majority of their spiritual lives in separation. So, Guru Maharaj is telling us 
that Mahaprabhu's gift is to demonstrate through the culture of separation you can achieve Krishna consciousness. And not only some semblance of Krishna consciousness, but the deepest type of Krishna consciousness. Because if we look at the pastimes of Mahaprabhu, that we will conclude. He is always in search for Krishna. And Prabhupada liked that. He said, not those who are boasting they've got, but he liked like, uh, it was in Vrindavan. And he said, like the taxi driver, like the guy who drove in the car, he's got, right? You know, the guy sitting there at the wheel, spitting pan out the window, he's got. I said, not like that man. <laughs> he said, but the Goswamins, that's like they're going, Ooh, you know. <laughs> he said, what did the Goswamis say? Uh, Hey Radhe Brajadevi Ke Chalalite, hey Nanda Shuno Kutaha. Kutaha means where are they? And it says Gopi Bhava Rasamrita Dilahuli. They were in the mood of Gopi Bhava. What is that mood? They're searching for Krishna. It's very interesting that the Bhagavatam builds up to the Rasa Leela, and then before it started, it's over. Krishna's gone. I could never understand this. Like, it just starts and he's gone. And I'm like, this can't, well, what is this? Why? Vishwanath says, because Krishna knows if he like, then withdraws himself, the hearts of the real thing, the real stuff is going to come out. It's going to have to go to the depths of separation to produce something meaningful. What Guru Maharaj calls hunger. You know, if you're hungry, then you'll really relish eating. If you have no appetite, like Guru Maharaj is another example where he says, a king who can eat anything, right? Suddenly, like, he has no appetite. He's sick. And they've got the whole feet, every, the people are coming in. He goes, oh, I can't eat anything. Like, I don't have any appetite what Gurudev called appetitis. <laughs> so, hunger, that's what makes, gives relish, appreciation to, for this divine substance. So, the brilliance of Mahaprabhu's pastimes are to give the entrance through separation culture. Knowing that the other way is fraught with uh, difficulty, misunderstanding, sahajaism, you, you won't get it. In fact, you'll be like permanently damaged. So Mahaprabhu's pastimes, beginning, middle, and end are about separation. And those who get drawn in the Krishna consciousness movement enter through that way. And what did I put, post this morning that Gurudev quoting Guru Maharaj, I, Really, it's the heart of the matter of Mahaprabhu. Madhya. Two, where Kaviraj Goswami says, I have to tell you now what this is. Maybe I'll die before I can tell you. That's why they get to the point of the Madhavendra Puri slok. From Radharani to Madhavendra Puri, relished by Mahaprabhu. And what does it say? We can't talk about it, but we can say it a little bit that Kim Karomyaham, 
what Gurudev extracted from Guru Maharaj's explanation, saying, what will I do now? What am I to do now? Now that I've realized that I have nothing, you are everything. You are Krishna consciousness. I don't have any of that. I see now you are propping me up, maintaining me in your absence. I'm a zero and less than zero. I'm an offender. I'm hopeless. So what am I supposed to do now? If I honestly, candidly realize, Hare Krishna. Milo saying, I'm also hopeless. Can we throw some water in that tree? <laughs> it doesn't matter to me. So, that, so this is the point. that you, And every devotee will come to realize this. That at the point of utter hopelessness, feeling abandoned and separation, hopelessness will reach its end if you realize, I have nothing, I am nothing, What am I supposed to do now? Guru said, if at that point you say, I have no other shelter, I have no other place to go, there's nothing else for me to do than this. He said, then maybe, just maybe, you're a devotee. <laughs> at that point of hopelessness and desperation, you don't go to something else, somewhere else, give up, do whatever. So then, maybe, just, he, you might have some devotion in Guru Maharaj's book. That's the beauty of it. Not to uh, find a loophole to escape. Right? But in the midst of, that's why, Asli Shiva Parvatam Panastu Mam, A darshanam. How, you know, not how well you'll do at the darshan. Oh, that was really great. The deities were beautiful. Did you see how beautiful Radha Raman is? With those curved hips and the big shoulders. He's so beautiful. Yes, that is true a thousand more times than I can ever express. But a darshanam. The last verse says, when nothing's being shown to you, It's easy to go on in Krishna consciousness when you've got like nectar being sprinkled on your head day and night. When Gurudev answered the phone and someone said like, he said, you, blessings? And he goes, Prabhu, I give you blessings last week. What happened to those? <laughs> What? Check for the holes in your pocket. Yeah. And he's saying like, I gave you blessings last week. What happened to those? No, I need more blessings. No, then you're not taking this seriously. Prabhupada said he met with Saraswati Tagore ten times, and some of those were group meetings. Did he get the blessings of Saraswati Tagore? It's not like something that has to be done over and over again. You know, the old blessings, they just kind of ran out. Like, you know, you have to top off your blessings account. Right. Gurudev never wanted to make a show because he's got something. Those who have got things internally, why? You'd think, oh, then it should be easy for them to make a show. No. 
It's the showmakers who have nothing. The ones who have something. The reason that they don't make a show is they so value what they have, they'd rather let you think they've got nothing than take the risk of that withdrawing from them. That's why. The in, in turn, confirmation from the upper world is enough for them. Man shunyata. They have an absence of ego because there's nothing in this world or no one in this world whose approval they seek. Right? The Guru Varga, do they approve or not? That's their only consideration. That's Gurudev's, you know, north to always uh, fanatically adhere to the lotus feet of Srila Guru Maharaj and instill that a type of uh, devotion in his followers. So we can only adjust this by thinking that, as Guru Maharaj told, he's withdrawn from this plane, but on account of the service necessity of the upper world. And mercifully, by the love and affection he compelled into the hearts of his disciples, followers, friends, servitors, by affection's force and separation, were drawn toward him in that plane. So that's very merciful on his account to make us love him and become attached to him and then vanish. And it's so cruel. We're too young and inexperienced. But out of affection's force, he's compelling us. He is there. Uh, Guru Maharaj is there. Srila Prabhupada, the, other, the Guru of our... That, that is the real world. This is the vanishing world. Bhutva, Bhutva, Praliyate. It appears for some time and then it's gone. And then again, again. But Sudurlaba Bhagavata Hiloke, within this ever appearing vanishing world, if you can get the association of a real devotee, a genuine devotee, someone who has love and affection for Nityananda Prabhu, Mahaprabhu, Radha Govinda, Guru Gauranga Radha Govinda and he is that personality, then in whatever way you can be connected with him, that brings good fortune. Right. So for those who could you know, turn, make off the lights, <laughs> you know, see 10 hands reach to turn off a light switch, that thing, but to serve in separation somewhere, uh, to offer something to him, assist in his service to Srila Guru Maharaj. Maybe even more important. But to 
extend the type of love and affection that's been mentioned, that he's so generously, uh, you know, smothered everybody in, then one is almost compelled out of a sense of duty, of obligation, of extension, which is what preaching is, reproduction. But in his case, it's more to reproduce that love and affection and tolerance in dealing with others. With Guru Maharaj, oh, he's very conceptual. Right? He's, he's, that's what he's known for. Right? But with Gurudev, he has mastery of all those things, but really what he did was personify all this conceptualization in an accessible way and then be infinitely tolerable, merciful, respectful, and affectionate to others. That was his, that's his extension of Krishna consciousness. And all of those who are his disciples, followers, and friends, he would expect that they deal in the same way with those who come in connection with him. Jai Shula Bhakti Sundar Govinda Dev Goswami Maharaj Tiro Bab Mahamahutsavatiti Ki Jai Jai Om Vishnu Pad Paramahansa Paribhajaka Charja Sutarasabha